Welcome to the Career Pivot Podcast. I'm Beck Sands and I help people pivot into careers or businesses that they love. This podcast is an interview series with people that have successfully pivoted their careers so that you can feel inspired to do the same. I believe that everyone deserves to do work that they love and to feel fulfilled, driven, and know that they are making a positive impact on the world. Now let's get into the episode. Today, I'm interviewing Dina Sabitz, a naturopath, personal trainer, and wellness consultant who helps her clients discover how a regular exercise regime, simple improvements in diet, and individualized natural medicine can help improve their energy levels and overall health. In this ep, we're going to talk about something a little different, Dina's business evolution and how she's pivoted along the way, as well as tips for professional women to prevent burnout and manage their energy. Now, let's dive into the interview. Dina, thank you so much for being on the Career Pivot podcast. It is so good to have you here today. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Amazing. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode to what I've done before because normally I talk about um, career pivots and I interview people about their career pivots. Um, but you're you're a naturopath, personal trainer, and wellness consultant, and you talk a lot about energy and managing energy and avoiding burnout. And I think that that um, for a lot of our listeners, like whether they're in a career or a business, this is super super important. Um, and so I want to talk about, yeah, your business, how it's evolved as well as some tips for women that can, um, to avoid managing burnout as well. So, um, let's get into it. Tell us about your business journey to date and how it's evolved. Absolutely. So I have had a little bit of a pivot, but yeah, as you said, I have been working in the health and health and wellness industry for, um, 14 years. I qualified as a personal trainer while I was at uni. So I was studying a Bachelor of Science and at the same time I was doing my advanced diploma in naturopathy. Um, I was super eager to get started in the health industry and work with clients. And I also like to do a lot of different things at once. So I was doing my Cert 3 and Cert 4 in personal training or in fitness, as well as my naturopathy and my science degree. Uh, but I managed it. And once I qualified as a PT, I just got working with clients. Uh, I've worked in gyms and I've run outdoor boot camps and I've trained a lot of one-on-one, uh, mainly women. And yes, I have definitely seen burnout in a lot of those clients, um, especially the clients that like to work out early in the morning, which is something I enjoy doing as well. Uh, but it yeah, can definitely have a uh, not so great effect on um, energy levels and on burnout in general. So once I started practicing as a naturopath, I was working in a gym with some athletes uh, and then I moved to a home-based clinic, clinic when I had my first son uh, and I am basically there <laughs> since then. So uh, that was just over six years ago um, and I've switched focus a lot. I've seen, I've kind of gone between seeing lots of naturopathy clients and then taking a break from training and then seeing all, you know, PT clients and taking a break from that. 
uh, and balancing both. I've done different online programs uh, where there's always an exercise component because I really believe, and I'll be talking more about that later, the importance of exercise. Um, but the naturopathic side of things uh, is also super important. Uh, and this year, I guess I'm kind of done a bit of a double pivot, actually. I started my podcast, which is Energized, back in May. And during lockdown, I completed a qualification in functional exercise for prenatal and postnatal women. Uh, and that is something that I'm super passionate about, looking after mum's health uh, and preventing burnout in mums. I've got another course I'm about to complete, and then I'll be running group sessions, both online and in person, uh, for prenatal and postnatal clients. Love it. It's so good in business, hey, because, you know, you can run with something for a while and then it's like, okay, I'm going to add another layer in or I'm going to just pivot a little bit to, um, to a different, you know, slightly different thing or it's just always fresh. Yes, that's exactly it. And I just think being in the health and wellness industry, there's always things that are changing and, and updating. And it's just been great to watch what's happened, you know, all the fad diets, see them come and go. And I guess seeing how the importance of exercise all the way through. Um, and yeah, I guess having my own business helps because I can just adjust to what I enjoy doing and let go of what I am not such a fan of anymore. Totally. I have listened to your podcast energized and I'll include a link to that in the show notes. Um, for anyone listening, it, you definitely have to check it out. I absolutely love it. Um, but I, um, I like for me, honestly, like exercise has been so important for my, like just mental health really, as well as physically obvious, like there's obvious physical benefits, but just getting out of your head and into your body um, on a daily basis and getting those like endorphins flowing. It's just like, I, I couldn't not do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. And I think the thing with exercise is that, you know, I, I get asked a lot as a personal trainer, Oh, you know, do you shout at clients? Are you, do you push clients till they vomit? And that's just not what exercising is. Exercising is doing something that you enjoy. And even if that literally means a walk around the block and it can be a slow walk too, because as you said, mentally, it's so important to get those endorphins pumping, which helps physically as well. So yeah, I just think daily movement in whatever way works for you is essential. Yes. And it is so important, I think, to think about it in that way that it should be something joyful and enjoyable that you look forward to. Like it, it it's not like a, you know, a, an awful task that you have on your to-do list to avoid. Like I really look forward to, it's like the best part of my day, like getting up and going to yoga. Um, yes. not, not that I'm like super motivated to do it, but I just know the benefits of it. And I just love it when I'm doing it. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. What kind of yoga do you do? Um, I do vinyasa. Nice. Um, yep. Like hot vinyasa. Yeah. Um, love it. I yep. like, I haven't always been so strict. I mean, I used to, there was a time when I was going six day, six mornings a week at 6am. Wow. Wow. And, but like, honestly, I felt so good. Like yeah. that, that was like the peak health. I feel like in my yep. life. Um, but like, you know, I had, I did have like some um, hormonal like and women's health issues that mm -hmm. kind of prevented me from from going every day for a while there particularly when I was in corporate yeah um, and so now I'm kind of like I've balanced out at about four days a week yeah, and nice. I 
yeah. And then I layer that in, I do um, personal training and cross training and then I just go walking and stuff yeah. like that. I've, <laughs> so Dina, what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in business? Um, like particularly, I guess, like when starting out or when you've pivoted and yep. how did you overcome these challenges or just one or two challenges? Yeah. So I guess one of, one of them, um, and I probably comes back to me being a Leo as well, is that I like to do everything myself. <laughs> so not being able to ask for help, um, is a yes. big one. And, um, and you know, with, with this next thing that I'm about to do with the training, I, I'm already starting out with trainers who are going to be helping and, and doing some of the classes for me because I know that I can't do everything myself and having VAs as well to help me um, and just knowing what, what I can delegate and what I uh, what is my strength. And, and yeah, that's, that's definitely been a challenge for me. Um, another one is knowing where to focus my attention in my business. So because I like doing lots of things and you know, that's evident from all the qualifications that I did at the same time. I've also had a few different mentors and business coaches over the years. Uh, and I think my most challenging coach was one who said, stop being multi-passionate. And I said, what, well, but this is who I am. And this year, just before I started my podcast, I, I um, had a podcasting coach, Carly Nimmo. She was amazing and she is amazing. And uh, she taught me about human design. So I don't know if you are familiar with human design. I've Beth. heard of it. I've heard yeah. of it. And I'm really fascinated. I, I, I hear people talk about like the manifesting generator and all that kind yes. of stuff, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> yes. So it, it's been amazing because I learned about using my voice as a podcaster through human design. So the type of, so yeah, the, the, um, I'm a manifester in human design, which means that I, um, pave my own way. So I do things a bit differently to what's been done before. Um, and I can do lots of different things. So that's, that's what lights me up. So when I heard that from her, I thought, okay, that makes sense. I get that. Uh, and I also, though, along with that, have learned to manage my energy accordingly. So um, I haven't, manifestors are known to burn out. Um, and personally, I haven't experienced burnout, but I think it's because of my naturopathic practices. I've always kind of put things in place and gone, you know what, I can see what's about to happen. So let's cut back on the exercise, uh, cut back on a few clients, add in more herbs and some, and some extra walks for my nervous system and things that just help uh, to bring me back down so that I'm not uh, on the verge of burnout. That's so, so I reckon it's because you, you've probably seen and witnessed so many people yes. go through burnout and supported them through that, that you can recognize it um, in yourself. Cause I think like, like for me, I had definitely experienced burnout in yeah. like in my career, but that in a way that's good because it means that I, I won't go through burnout in my business because I know my limitations. Yes. Yes. It's amazing what we learn from past experiences, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to move some meetings to next week, yeah. go to yoga. Like yeah. go, go, maybe I'll just spend the afternoon at the beach, um, yes. get a good night's sleep, whatever, yes. you know, like whatever it feels like I really need at that point, And then just, reshuffle and then look at, yeah, like what, like overall, what are the things in my business that, yeah, I'm, that I need to let go of or delegate yes. or, <laughs> yes. like, or in life in general. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. And it's, yeah. Cause you, you work with 
women, like in terms of, or people, I don't know if you, do you work with men as well? I do. I do see men, but it's mainly women who come, come through my door or online at the moment. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, it is a lot of women who are feeling very low in energy or just exhausted and, and yeah. either burnt out or on the verge of burnout and just, yeah, need, need that naturopathic support to help uh, balance things out. And yeah, like you say, cutting a few things, cutting back on a few things or cutting a few things out of what they have going on in their weekly schedule is yeah, super important. Yeah. And have you found that like particularly in the last couple of years, like 2020 and 2021 with, you know, COVID and everything, all the additional pressures there? Has it like, has it gotten worse? Yes. I think unfortunately that the mental load at the moment is really big and mental health is really suffering. And then when mental health is not great physical health also it's it's a catch 22 or it's a balance really you've got you need to be balanced in both uh, and looking after both physical and mental health and yeah i just think that there's so much uncertainty in the world and you know my motto has been take each day as it comes because each day you just don't know. I mean, you know, you're also in Sydney. We went into lockdown overnight. Like I had clients in my clinic on Friday morning and we were thinking, you know, do we need a mask? Don't we need a mask? I'm not sure what's going to happen. And then that afternoon, evening, we went straight into lockdown. So yeah, I think it it's, there's, there's had to be in the last 18 months, um, a being comfortable or becoming comfortable with uncertainty and and life is uncertain as it is. But I think until COVID hit, we all thought that we have a little bit of control. Um, And yeah, unfortunately, I I am seeing a lot um, more anxiety and and a lot more um, stress that's affecting physical health. Oh, it's all intertwined. It yeah. is all intertwined. So, um, yeah, when, I guess, uh, have you changed direction in your business and what was the catalyst that made you want to do that? So for me, it's um, either been having a baby <laughs> because I, um, as I said, my, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old as well. So both times that I was pregnant, I was like, oh, okay, things have to shift now. Um, or the other thing is getting bored. I, I'm not yeah. someone who gets bored e- easily. However, in my business, as I, you know, mentioned, I, I do like to do lots of different things. So if I'm, you know, I've been with one program for a little while, or I've been doing one thing, I kind of have to change it up and go, okay, what, what's next? Because yeah, things think, and I think that's the manifester as well from human design comes in is, is that things just get to a point where I, I'm, as a manifestor, I start things. So it's about starting things and then kind of getting someone else to take them on or, or, you know, take over. And that's, I guess what I do with clients is I motivate them to get to change and and to shift their health. uh, And then I leave them to go on their own path. So yeah, if, if I guess it was like, yeah, mainly if, getting over doing something and wanting just to um, do something else or having a big idea that comes along and, and yeah, thinking how, how can I implement this when I've got all these other things going on and, and shifting that way. 
Yeah. But that's also like the best thing about it, isn't it? I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I know like, it's funny. I know in like when I was in corporate, sometimes I would feel like, um, cause I was in PR, right. Mm-hmm. And I like PR and marketing. And sometimes yeah. I felt like, okay, we're doing the same campaigns, like Q1 campaign, Q2 campaign, Q3 campaign, Q4 campaign. It's like the same thing every year. And then you'd come back on like, you know, January 12 or whenever after after Christmas. And it's like, okay, got the whole year mapped out. No, the campaign's done them four times, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, and like, what is next? Yeah. And yeah. And like in your business though, um, I think once, like once you find a bit of flow, um, like, and continuity and like, once you've kind of replaced like the core needs, like, you know, that kind of consistent income and things like that, there's so much freedom because you're like, I can do pretty much anything I want. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You, in We've already talked about your amazing podcast, um, but you, t- but you on there, you talk about um, managing energy and avoiding burnout. So can you share, you know, like three or five completely up to you tips for women, whether they're in careers or businesses yep. to help manage their energy and prevent burnout? Yes. So, I think the number one thing is to prioritize your meals. I think that it's easy when you are on the go constantly to rely on coffee, but coffee is not a meal. I saw an um, Instagram post actually last week that was basically coffee was not a meal. And I thought, yeah, it's true. It's not a meal, but people use it as, you know, a morning snack or something breakfast often. I'm not a fan of that, but a lot of people come to me and say, yeah, I have coffee for breakfast. It's not enough. Um, It's not. (laughs) Yeah. And, and the big thing with meals is, is to make sure that you are having protein with every single meal, because that's, what's going to stabilize your blood sugar levels. So it's going to stop you from having energy lows during the day. Uh, And it's also going to keep you full for longer. And it is just really important for muscle repair and muscle growth and brain health. So if you're eating adequate amounts of protein during the day, uh, then your brain is going to function more effectively and you're going to be more productive and you're going to help your body avoid that burnout. What are some good forms of protein, do you think? So protein, depending on, you know, your individual needs or uh individual diets. Um, Eggs are really great. They're probably my best form of protein for breakfast. If you find that you don't have time for breakfast, then a smoothie with a protein powder in is really good. Uh, Nuts and seeds also contain a great amount of protein. Uh, If we're going still down like the vegetarian or vegan path, um, tofu, tempeh, dairy has protein. So if you are vegetarian, then dairy is a great Uh, way to get some more protein into your day, whether that's cheese or uh, milk. Uh, If you are not that way inclined and you are happy to eat meat, then meat, chicken, fish, they're all really great sources of protein. So when you're thinking about having a snack, so say it is your mid-morning coffee that you like to have, I say just grab a handful of nuts or a hard-boiled egg. That's going to just help stabilize your energy and blood sugar levels. So the coffee gives you a little bit of a boost, but doesn't spike your cortisol levels too high. That makes complete sense. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Cause I'm always like, Oh, what are some good snacks? But yes, I feel like working from home, I've gotten a lot better with that. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I'm kind of like leaning towards rice crackers with like, you know, like cottage cheese and tomato. Beautiful. You could also do some nut butters on there. So peanut butter, cashew butter, um, tahini as well is another good one. They're can just pop them on the rice crackers and that's yeah just going to give you a bit of protein the other thing that i always tell clients as well is to make sure that you are eating lunch away from your desk and outside if you can because moving away from your computer is giving firstly your eyes a break and secondly it's allowing you to be more present with what you're eating and eat mindfully rather than mindlessly so true. So true. What are some other tips? Yeah. So my second tip is because I'm talking about eating outside is to get outside in nature as much as you can uh, find your happy place. So whether that's a beach, a park, somewhere with trees, somewhere that you can take your uh, shoes and socks off and put your feet. So whether that's sand, if you like, or just being outside on the grass, somewhere in nature uh, and because what this does is helps balance your nervous system. So going out in nature before you start work, on the weekend, after work, whenever you can really is just going to help to keep your nervous system nice and balanced and it just feels good being outside. Oh, totally. Like I find whenever I go to the beach or something like that, it just, it's a whole different energy. It's almost like so calming. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. And what happens when we're working and when we're in that, um, you know, stress mode is that your parasympathetic nervous system is is not switched on at all. Your sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight. And that's what's going constantly. Getting outside into nature, taking some deep breaths while you're there, even just being there. So having your feet on the sand or on the grass or you know, just being at the beach helps to switch on your parasympathetic nervous system, which is what will balance out the two branches of your nervous system. My next one is to exercise daily. We talked about this and I said, even if it's just a walk around the block, I can't emphasize that enough. It doesn't need to be a fast paced walk. There's evidence to show that a slow walk can be just as beneficial for your body. So that's my uh, third tip. I'm going to go straight into my fourth one, which is to take magnesium. So I do have an entire podcast episode about the benefits of magnesium. uh, And I get messages all the time from both listeners and clients about how magnesium has helped them have more energy, feel less stressed, sleep better, um, have a better mood throughout the day. And overall, just it's kind of my super uh, nutrient, if I can call it that. So magnesium, 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 that would be my number one supplement to um, tell anyone who's feeling burnt out, feeling tired, needs that pick me up definitely get um, on some magnesium. Is that like in the tablet format or? I think that powder is better. Um, Magnesium citrate is the preferred form. Um, Most health food stores sell it, but yeah, my, the podcast episode, I go into all the different types of magnesium and the best form to look for. And yeah, tablets can be easier to take. I know that better for compliance sometimes. Um, But if you're going to go for like something like that, I would say a capsule is probably better. Magnesium citrate capsule. My fifth tip is to get good quality sleep. So magnesium can help you fall asleep. And that is something that uh, clients who are burnt out really struggle with is falling asleep at night or staying asleep. So I 
even when you're busy prioritizing sleep, trying to aim for at least seven, if not eight hours of sleep every single night. And you'll know for you how much sleep you need. I, I personally love, love a good nine hours of sleep if I can get it. Uh, but I know that if I'm feeling really low in energy, sleep is something that uh, I need to prioritize because when, when we're asleep, our bodies are just performing so many functions that they can't do while we're awake. And a lot of that is to do with repair and help us wake up having more energy. So I can't emphasize that enough. Good quality sleep uh, is my final tip. Yes. I love that one too. I, that's something I have struggled with in the past. Like I think what you were saying about burnout, um, I definitely had trouble, not necessarily falling asleep, but staying asleep. Yes. Um, and yeah, like you'd wake up like, you know, multiple times in the night and like just all of the things that you've got to do that day ticking over and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely, I've got a Fitbit and so I kind of like measure my sleep, which is good and bad I find because mm-hmm. I mean, it's another thing to measure yourself yes. up against, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. can be mentally draining, but, um, I just like to know generally how I'm sleeping. Yep. Um, because like when I do have like, you know, a, several good nights sleep in a row, I felt like feel so much better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like it's like all my problems are solved. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because sleep is so restorative and the um, waking up and thinking about, you know, having that racing mind or having all these unwanted mental thoughts is something I do see a lot in clinic. And uh, I love prescribing flower essences that help shift emotions. And white chestnut is a flower essence. It's a bark flower essence. That's one that's specifically for those unwanted mental thoughts. And it just helps to calm um, your mind so that you're not constantly thinking about things that are out of your control, especially in the middle of the night when you should be sleeping. Uh, but it also just yeah helps to calm you down and, and helps to induce sleep. That's so good. I, I'm a huge fan of like natural therapy, like, you know, naturopathy and, you know, using kind of anything natural to support, because I think that like, you know, for me personally, having had, like, I've had issues with, you know, women's health, like I was saying before. And for me, I did have to go down the medical path, but like naturopathy is actually like has supported me um, a lot as well. And just using natural therapies has supported me so much too. And I think like, you know, it just gives you that, it just, it it just, it it can be life-changing. Yes, absolutely. I think that a a lot of people, there's a misconception that naturopathic medicine is alternative but it's actually complementary. So it works alongside allopathic medicine. So as a naturopath, um, I'm legally not allowed to diagnose, but clients will come to me with a diagnosis from their GP and say, this is what the GP has said. You know, this is what uh, allopathic medicine or or, um, the GP has recommended. I don't really want to do that. Is there something naturopathic? And even if somebody wants to do both, it's an option. There's always options for uh, complementary medicines to work alongside whatever your GP has has prescribed for you. One more question for you, Dina. What is one book that has made a difference to you throughout your career or business? 
I would have to say Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you read it? I have. I've got it sitting in my bookshelf. I love that book. How good is it? Yeah. I just love the idea that just really doing one minor change every day. He talks about changing 1% each day and how much that will add up to at the end of the year. And I guess it's how I've worked anyway with clients since I started working uh, doing what I'm doing and reading his book was just confirmation of it. And, and yeah, I just think it's, it's the tiny changes that we make that affect our habits. And yeah, I would say that's, that's probably my current favorite book. So good. I love that book too. I, I definitely read that and, um, yeah, that's one of the books that I kind of go back to every yes. now and again, just to, <laughs> just to refresh because yeah, the habit habits are, you know, what makes your life, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So important. So important. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so where can people go to find out more about you? And obviously I'll link to all, all of this in the show notes, but if someone's just listening on a walk or driving. Yeah. So they can jump on my website, which is dinasabbats.com. Um, I do offer a free 10 minute uh, chat, introductory chat to clients just to see uh, if we're a good fit or if, if, you know, naturopathic medicine is something that can help them. Or um, I'm also at Dina Savitz on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dina. It has been so wonderful chatting with you today. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Beck. Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review. You'll find a link to this episode and all of the show notes at becksands.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my free weekly email newsletter where I share loads of practical advice for making your career pivot. Remember, you deserve to do work in the world that you love. Until next time, have an awesome day. (laughs) 